This episode of Earl Grey is brought to you by Audible.com, offering more than 150,000 titles for iPhone, iPad, and iPod, Android, Kindle, Windows Phone, plus Mac or PC. To get a free audiobook of your choice, visit audibletrial.com slash trekfm. Hi, this is Marina Sirtis, Deanna Troy from Star Trek The Next Generation. You're listening to Trek FM. T.L. Grey, hot. It's time for another serving of Earl Grey, our dedicated TNG show. I'm Darren Moser, sitting in the center chair this week, and I'm joined by my co-host and ship's historian, Daniel Prue. Daniel, by use of standard galactic calendar, how many adventures would you say the good ship Earl Grey has been a part of? Well, let's think here. If today is stardate 4792.45, and we started on stardate 47... It's a Tuesday, right? Yeah, it was a Tuesday. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, if you subtract that, um, I would say roughly, roughly 100,000, 100,000 adventures. We've had so (laughs) many adventures. Wow, that's amazing, because I was really not expecting that number to be that (laughs) high. Well, that's how much fun I've had. So just so you know, 100,000 fun points. Well, uh... That sounds like uh, a big number. I'm also joined by my omnipresent co-host, Philip Hugh Gilfus. Philip, as you journey through the space-time continuum, I bet you've heard a lot about our show. Um, not really. I mean, uh, to the journey, that one, I really hear a lot more about. To the journey! Um, but uh, I guess, um, actually, I just really found out about your, your the show, so I'm going to just start from the <laughs> beginning. Um, <laughs> that that kind of surprised me since uh, you've been in every episode, but I don't want to question the cue. I mean, they, well, they they do things in their own. A version order. of me has been on here, um, but this version is just just catching up. Um, I'm going to start with episode one, and I'm sure I'll catch up here here soon enough. <laughs> that's a that's a good plan. It's to start at the beginning, and when you get to the end. Beg for more episodes. Philip has just discovered and, Earl Grey. Uh, I, lo- I love this idea. <laughs> he stumbles <laughs> upon the podcast and he's like, you know, I like everybody except this uh, this this North this, Carolina guy. What what's he doing? His NC jokes just don't fly. Well, I got this Google alert for my name, um, and so I just wanted to see what it's all about. <laughs> well, lately we've been receiving a lot of nice email from new listeners like Philip, who have been working their way through our, our back catalog. Now, with 123 episodes of Earl Grey to listen to, that is quite a task. From episode one, a little anxiety relationship, to episode 122, the bald and the beard, it can be quite daunting to know what to listen to. So today, I thought we, the hosts of Earl Grey, would look to the past and list some of our favorite episodes. And yes, I already checked. We've already used Shades of Earl Grey as I was an episode title. Was, so we'll have was to our think writer's strike, Darren? Is this what we're resorting to now? We're having to do? <laughs> I promise this episode will be better than Shades of Grey. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. We have to find some other Shades of Grey pun because there's, I mean, that, that, that's, that's such a perfect title episode. Thorn in my side or and something you, and, like that. I'm sure and, we'll, and you're, and you're we'll so think. lazy, Darren. You couldn't even do a for real cut episode of where we're like, hey, Daniel, remember that time? No, diddly, no. Diddly, diddly, you know diddly. how long that would take to edit? <laughs> no, I'm not going to edit all the clips out of the past 100 pl- Unless you guys give me the time codes, then I'll totally do it. But that's on you. Well, I'll start us off. And these are, again, in no particular order. I mean, there is an order, and we'll give you the number, because otherwise you're not going to find them. Oh, but. yeah. Don't, don't listen in order. If you're <laughs> not listening to Earl Grey, just best. hit your randomizer. That is not what I'm saying. Shuffle us. <laughs> Shuffle us hard. Well, I'm going to be starting with episode 15. Uh, the movie should write itself, which is when we had our first crossover with the standard Orbit crew as we talked about Generations. And this was a lot of fun because, you know, just doing the crossover, but because of the way we did it, it wasn't just having them on our show. It was also then we recorded an episode on their show and we talked, you know, about the TNG parts of the movie, which probably more of, you know, on Earl Grey. And we talked about the TOS parts 
on their episode. And that was really fun, just getting two episodes worth to talk about a big topic, but also getting, you know, their points of view. What did you guys think of this episode? I know you have to think way back to December 2013. Well, as most folks know, like Generations, that episode killed off Drew and Mike. Um, and so, <laughs> oh jeez, oh. <laughs> it only took till today to catch up. The dang Nexus, I can never keep it straight. Oh jeez, huh. they were they were never that young. <laughs> no, and, and I think that is one of the things that I like because w- when I was thinking about this topic, I also and I know this is our listeners going to sound like we're just like patting. You mean when Darren forced me to think right, about right. this topic? But like, you know, this is going to sound like we're just patting ourselves on the back. But so be it. Um, but, but one of the things I thought about was broadly, not only that episode you just mentioned, but Earl Grey in general, is I like incorporating other parts of our network. And so having Standard Orbit on to, of course, talk about TOS, you know, in, in TNG with Generations and, um, with, I mean, the, the, the pivotal part that Chekhov played in that movie, you know, we're, we're just not equipped to talk about that. And so to have, have them on, um, and, and, I just thought it was a great experience of of get their unique perspective messing mes- meshing with ours, and I thought it was just a, a great way to talk about that that movie, which you know has cross opinions about. You know, it's one of those TNG movies. It's not bad. It's not great. Sort of a middling in the of the four, and so sort of you can have a, a diversity of opinions about it. Which which is funny because that makes me think of uh, I think they just re re-released the movies on blu-ray for the 50th but like in different packaging and someone pointed out you know the the tng movies pack has the enterprise d on on the cover and they're like that was in like half the movies or barely anything so what why why not show the maybe also coming in maybe it's on the back cover i don't know i'll have to look at it but uh, but yeah, it was a good point, and and that was I do like how we incorporate a lot of our friends and and other hosts from the Trek FM network, and not to name out other episodes, but we do have to the journey on a couple times, you know, to talk about uh, crossing over characters, and I I do I enjoy that part of our uh, of our show. Yeah, we we've had uh, certainly all of the the show shows the. The show podcasts, the, the series podcast, the series podcasts yeah. on, and it, I I will I agree that I, and say that I think it's what it's what they're a lot of my favorite episodes is when we get to have these other voices on and 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 even beyond that we have done beyond just the series shows we've done beyond yeah, we haven't done beyond we, yet because it's not out yet Daniel I mean yeah. just pay yeah, attention yeah. I mean spoiler gosh but not all of us have seen it yeah Crewman Daniels you know. okay. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, and and hey, uh, Trek FM. You know, it's it's an it's a growing thing, and we're getting different versions of new podcasts. And 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 look to the future because I, I imagine at some point we'll have, you know, the the new crew of of Standard Orbit and the newly announced crew of of Warp Five. At some point, I'm sure we're going to cross over with them as well. And uh, because we initiate docking procedures, yeah. We we love uh, you know doing those episodes as much as I'm sure everybody loves hearing them. So, and of course the the new um, to, to be announced people for the Star Trek 2017 podcast. So you know we're just, just everything. Yeah, Crewman Daniels, who are they? <laughs> I want to know. Uh, well, I'll tell you, but you'll have to wait mm, ten months. <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, I want to toss it over to Philip. Can you give us one of your picks from our expansive That's back right, catalog? That's right. Um, I was at a, uh, um, a comic store, and I found it in one of the cardboard bins in the back. Um, it was still <laughs> wrapped up. and so. Um, but no, the one I was going to talk about um, was um, Earl Grey 93, and that is Portside Rules, Starboard Drools. Um, and this was about uh, Darren hosted this one, Captain this one, and it was about single use sets. And one of the things, again, is I like about Earl Grey. Um, it, well, two things on that. First of all, it, as folks may know if you've listened to Earl Grey, but I don't know if they really know, is that this truly is a trio. I mean, this is basically three shows in one because we truly choose topics independently. So when we say, you know, I'm in the captain's seat or Darren's seat, like, they, that's literally true. I, we have no idea, you know, how this show is going to go except for the person who picked the topic. 
Uh, we don't say like, hey, Darren, you should do that top, you know, you know necessarily. And so it's just going to be whatever adventure that captain has chosen to go on. And so when, you know, when Darren chooses, okay, single use sets, you're thinking like, okay, I don't, going to be a good 10 minute episode there. Um, but no, of course, it's not because it's, it's just fascinating stuff that we can go on. Um, and you never know where the adventure is going to take you. And that, and this one, um, you know, we ended up talking about um, the battle bridge and O'Brien being a docent touring the battle bridge for everyone um, <laughs> while he was a red shirt. Or and and with Earl Grey, you never know where these things will take you because, of course, this is the episode that brought us Aaron Harvey original designs for T-shirts now available yes. at the Red Bubble <laughs> store. Of the uh, Starboard Sharks and the uh, Port City or Portside Panthers, and of course, even crazier is when you know just just on the <laughs> yes. internet one of these days, you know, blah blah blah, and you see someone's designed a 3D of the main shuttle bay of the Enterprise D um, for the Oculus, whatever you call it, and just what design is there everywhere? <laughs> it's the uh, it's the Starboard Sharks. So, you know, you never know where these episodes will take you. No, that was that and that's one thing that I love also about Earl Grey, like you said, Philip, is the the we, we like self meme. Like we come up <laughs> with our own our own stuff. I mean like from two bridges, you know, to uh, you know, divert emergency power to analogy generators, you know, we, we have a lot of fun just making fun of ourselves and, and having a good time. And apparently sometimes our stuff's funny enough to be re- recreated. You know, that, that flattery of, of uh, art being created off of something you did was, is very touching. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's weird, right? It's weird to like, so before I got involved here on Trek FM, like I listened to podca- uh, to Star Trek podcasts and, and had a lot of fun doing that. And and you know you hear these stories, but it's so it's kind of surreal. It's it is kind of surreal to like. I personally, I'm only tangent tangentially related to that. I mean, like, okay, I was on the show, right? We talked about it, we had fun. It was it was a great time. It was a good hour and a half of my life, and then that was it. And then, of course, Aaron with his incredible talent and and his his amazing design comes up with these awesome logos, and I'm like, yeah, hey, I'll buy that T-shirt. Because that's fun and that's cool and that's neat. And then to see somebody else take that work that was kind of inspired, well, that was inspired by what we were talking about, and then and then and like to put it into something. By the way, that I love to see a three D recreation of the Enterprise D that I can walk around and like it's it's just weird. It's it's surreal, and you know it's it's so weird to like be like, oh hey, yeah, that came from us. You know, like, cause I mean, that was big news. I mean, it wasn't big news, but in the Star Trek world, it was, oh, hey, look, this guy is recreating the entire ship. It got a lot of hits. It did, that video. yeah. And it was like, and he, and he, he obviously is a fan and listened to us. But kudos to you, sir, because uh, you know, it's it it's crazy to think that we go into these these shows and we and we're having fun. I'm having fun with friends. I'm having fun just talking Trek with friends and. The, the creativity and the the unique kind of creations that come out of it it's it's amazing to me it really is and and I'm really glad that that was on your list Phil yeah and, and of course one of the parts about this episode that that is fun is discovering each other's buttons and one of the ones in this episode that I pressed <laughs> repeatedly is when I was talking about um, different you know the torpedo bay came up as a single use set and I was explaining how the you know you have the enterprise uh, refit torpedo bay and then you have the completely different enterprise a uh torpedo <laughs> bay uh we want to get right because it's not no, the same totally ship right? we won't get into that <laughs> <laughs> come on i was trying to say nice things now you're trying to get me all I'm, heated i'm predicting a future episode pushing each other's <laughs> buttons where we just uh, the argument episode i'm just saying so guys, that defiant, defiant is really overpowered, overpowered. <laughs> oh, moving on captain blue shirt of the defiant there we go <laughs> Well, Daniel, what is one of your picks from maybe 2013, maybe 14, maybe 15, maybe fresh in 2016? Boy, we've been podcasting a long time. We have. We have. We kind of have. You know, I was actually... Remember um, when we used I'm to gonna... be explorers? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we were ever actually explorers. We were always podcasters, <laughs> Philip. I'm actually going to piggyback off of uh, your first choice, Darren. Uh, 
with the to the journey crossover but this is more than anything this is a tribute to uh to philip's creativity and ingenuity and i'm gonna mention um episode 82 when in doubt choose data i mean seriously that's not only is that a great episode but it's a life lesson so everybody pay attention there's a new um there's a new game out uh, for, for mobile uh, called Star Trek Timelines, and you get to pick your crew, and just so you know, when in doubt, choose Data. <laughs> Anyways, um, no, it, oh my goodness, this started the bridge mates kind of semi-phenomenon among a tr- <laughs> tr- Trek FM. There's been call for a panel at... You know, tr- tr- Star Trek Las Vegas, I'm just saying. <laughs> there, there have been a lot of people, you know, who... Uh, who have who, who love this? Who, who love this show? And and I count myself as as among them. And this is coming from a guy who has literally lost every time he's played. So you know you know it's. I good. know how you feel, Daniel. <laughs> yeah. I know how you feel. So you know it's good. I mean, I there are a couple of times that I look back at what we do, and man, like a smile is on my face just thinking about the entire experience. And this is one of them. And this is just the genesis of, of kind of what we were doing. So Genesis? Uh, genesis? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, come on. How can we mention favorite episodes here and not not bring it up? Because, you know, we we got our, our hands, hand, our, our, our nacelles. Plus, our nacelles. Yes. Our aft <laughs> torpedo tubes handed to us uh, quite handily. Emergency power to analogy generators. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, it was so much fun. And I, and I like everybody else, uh, eagerly anticipate future installments of Bridgemates. And, and again, thanks to Aaron Harvey and your creativity of not only uh, uh, Darren and Daniel here, but of course, uh, Shar and Tristan, and of course, uh, uh, Drew and Mike. And perhaps future folks, but those team names and team logos are also T-shirts right. available at the Redbubble Trek FM shirt, and then and I know the most popular one is the Team Lizard Babies. Nothing wrong with that, but just that uh, um, I was listening to uh, Women at Warp, and uh, one of their hosts there was had Char on as as a guest co-host, and she was bragging that she was wearing her Team Lizard Babies T-shirt, and we see folks in the Babel Conference will will show. Uh, their shirt that they're wearing, and of course, I bought my free Enterprise shirt and got it delivered this week because um, I have solidarity for you all. Yeah, no, that was a lot of fun. And even though some would say we aren't the winningest team of Bridgemates, uh, it's always been a lot of fun. And that does, like you said, has to do a lot with Philip and the way he puts the show together. And you know, several times I've been like, hey, Philip, if you ever want me to be the host, you can play this game you've created. And he's like, no, no, it's okay. It's no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't dare deprive you of the joy of losing, crossing off another letter on the registry and writing it. In. I mean, even that became a joke. And I'm actually glad, you know, that we, in the, the logo that was designed by Aaron, it has that crossed off, and we could keep going. There's plenty of letters left in yeah, the Yeah, Darren and I actually Daniel, had that so. scene at the end of Generations where Darren looks at my host chair and says, <laughs> I'd always said I thought I'd get a shot at that chair one day. <laughs> and you're like, no, no, Darren. No, of course, it doesn't work The, the like best that. thing for those, okay. I'm sure everyone knows, but if you don't know, of course, not only has this show been... Hashtag Bridgemates on Earl Grey, but it has been played on other shows as well, uh, Standard Orbit, as well as to the journey on their shows as well. So where we did TOS and Voyager versions. Exactly. And each time, Daniel and I have come close to (laughs) participating. Perfect attendance award. Yes. Yes, yes. Perfect attendance. So don't worry. You could shake us off eventually, you know, Philip, and just do... The new, the new crews together. No, no, it's like the Harlem fun. Globetrotters. <laughs> new Warp like 5. Like, that and... team they play against. And, you know. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the team nobody ever remembers. Okay. See, I'm actually <laughs> picturing Futurama Harlem Globetrotters where they're like, we got to bring our real math to the finals. You know, not our... Anyway. Um, but, yeah, no. Uh, Bridgemates is a lot of fun and definitely something we'll be seeing a lot more of going forward in Earl Grey because, you know, we got to win sometime, <laughs> at least at least until Daniel and I win once. Home team advantage is overrated. But my next pick, speaking of playing games, is 
Experience Beige, episode 69. And this was when uh, Darren subjects his co-host to a lot of things. And this time I said, you know what? Let's play the Star Trek The Next Generation Interactive VCR board game, a Klingon challenge. Uh, Somehow we'll be able to play it over the internet, even though we've never sat in the same room. And it apparently worked. I I know some people who've listened to that episode have uh, commented with brevity about uh they're like well that was that happened and yes that happened uh what's the next episode but all that to say it was a lot of fun playing that game with you guys and i think we figured out a, a unique way of making it work with webcams and i think the whole like countdown thing i mean it i fortunately it was on youtube because i don't even have a v- vcr player to play the interactive vcr board game but uh, all that to say though that was a lot of fun uh, who knows if we'll do it again maybe at star trek las vegas i'll bring it and we'll play in in the same room and that'll be fun but uh but all that to say that was a lot of fun and i think uh, i definitely enjoyed it i'm not sure about you we won we did defeat uh not galron before the end of the hour uh, dang time loopholes i mean to be sure i won but you were all there too um so oh boy oh oh Oh, here we go all right right. i mean team free enterprise participated um i just no that was and again and i think the the strength i mean not that it's just over every trek fm show because sort of the tone the whole network sets is that um each of us have you know we know certainly maybe not the most diverse group but we still have our own unique fandom of tng we've all experienced a different way we all have sort of different opinions and so, you know, for, 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 you know, Darren, you know, you played that game, that was a way. And then, you know, Daniel's had his, his shows about um, talking about the different games um, he's played. And so I think it's always interesting when we bring our fandom um, to the episodes of what we experienced and what we remember growing up um, and, and, you know, experiencing TNG that way and get to share it. And that's definitely a cool thing. And it was kind of cool because I'd never gotten to play it. Um, and so I know, Daniel, you had done that before, but it was definitely a cool experience. And, you know, it's still... Still experiencing TNG. Yeah, it was a it was a blast from the past to do that, and it was it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Well, we only only because we won. I mean, if he uh, although at the end, if you lose, uh, apparently because the Enterprise went through a time warp, you can rewind your VC your VHS and try again. So it was nice of the uh, game designers to think of that. And again, it's also, I think, part of, of all of our shared TNG experience in that we don't take, well, I was going to say we don't take TNG seriously. I, mean, we, I think we do. I think we do take TNG very seriously, but we don't take it too seriously. I mean, you know, because I'm obviously right. very, you know, I, I'm a diehard tng you know, to a fault perhaps. But, you know, we all, of course, know where the silly parts are and, and the fun parts are as well. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, we, I think, some other things I've heard of people who comment on our show, they, they say they enjoy, you know, the discussion we have and the fact that, you know, we're having fun talking about the show that's been off the air for 20 plus years and is slowly getting more and more dated as the days go by. But uh, I, th- I I do enjoy that that chemistry we have between the three of us and the different points of view we have and the different, you know, type of topics we each have. We're not similar in that regard, which I think is is good because it lets us, you know, I don't think I talk about the topics, you know, that Philip brings up, but now I get to, because, you know, that's something he's put on the plate and it's definitely a good formula. I think that works well for us rotating that, uh, that hosting duty and playing really old games. Apparently that, that works well. <laughs> yeah, and I would point out, and I just thought about this, which I'm, I'm just slow. Next year is the 30th of TNG. Yeah. 2017, right. 1987. We got to do something, guys. Let's do a rewatch of uh, all, every day of. Wait, that won't Encounter last. Encounter Point stretch uh, January first, two thousand seventeen. <laughs> yeah, but we all let's be honest. By by then, no one's going to care about TNG, and it's all going to be about the new show. True. Well, Philip, what is your next pick from our back catalog while we're still relevant? <laughs> well, my next pick is, of course, uh, Earl Grey forty three. What You Leave Behind, where we talk about DS9 finale. No, wait, hold on. That's actually not what it was. It was, um, <laughs> this was a Daniel's uh, turn in the captain's chair when we talked about uh, the original series. Um, 
and you know what next generation left behind from TOS and one thing that I that I like that we also do here and again, again we're all self congratulatory here um, but one thing I like yeah. this whole episode is we're yeah, very but, humble yeah, this is an awesome show you should really <laughs> hashtag humble brag yeah. you know? <laughs> um, but one thing I like is that we don't even though we talk about TNG obviously we don't have blinders on we we try to incorporate all of Star Trek whether it's Enterprise, TOS, DS9, Voyager, um, everything else in between, JJ, TAS, whatever. Um, but, you know, so with Daniel's topic, of course, we, we acknowledge where we came from on TNG. Um, there was a really good uh, discussion, a lot about Vulcans and Klingons, about the development um, between TOS and TNG, about, you know, where did the Vulcans go and why is there a Klingon on the bridge? Um, the difference between a continuing mission and a five-year mission. Um, and that apparently Daniel didn't notice that no one and no man are completely different. Um, but, uh, and then also, um, <laughs> you know, the mayor universe and how we, you know, didn't do that. And, and TOS elements that perhaps early TNG kind of like purposely ignore, like we're not doing TOS, we're not doing TOS except for the scripts we kept using, you know, but you know, and then it wasn't until Sarek <laughs> in, in what season three or four that we were like, okay, we're, we're going to talk about TOS once. That kind of oh, you can say the word Spock yeah. once. once exactly, but that sort of opened the floodgates from there. But it'll be sort of an interesting talk that 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 sort of Daniel Captain and we we all sort of participated in that that kind of brought it all together about where we came from and 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 we touched on all the other series, which I always like what we do in that way. Yeah, this was a really fun episode because I think a lot of times the when Daniel picks a topic, it's the way he pitches that topic that it it gets the gears in your head turning in like a different way again it's all rehashes on the same thing like there's no new content it's all already there and we've all seen it already but you know i'd never thought of oh what are things that tos did that just tng didn't pick up or you know or things that they did and that you know often the, the what seems originally like the strangest of topics it turns into again a whole hour of us discussing you know, this show we like, and, and it's a, it ends up being a lot of fun. And then I always like that we're, you know, the three of us, if you asked each of us to rank the Star Trek series of our favorite ones in order, each of us have a different list. Like, literally. I'm pretty, I'm 100% sure we each have a different list. Um, but we are always respectful of the other series. You know, TNG's the best. Right. I mean, as far as we're concerned, but we don't trash the other series. You know, um, I'm not a... Biggest fan of DS9. Daniel's not the biggest fan of Voyager. Tradarian has his own opinions, but you know we still love to talk about all the other series and what they bring, and and we try to don't you know if we ever hear us you know we don't ever want to put down any of the other series. We don't. Everyone's different, but everything brings something to the table, and you know we came from TOS and other you know we can our tradition and legacy is different and changed and sometimes approved upon the other series. So I just always like that we are always respectful of the other series. Do you have anything to say, Daniel, about your episode? Yeah, guys, I'm pretty awesome. Thanks. Humbly, do you have anything to say about ha- hashtag, episode? Hashtag humble brag. Hashtag humble Dan. Yeah, no, no, no. It was uh, no. Of course, you know, it was just. I'll admit, I was a little uh, nervous about entering this topic of this entire show because I was kind of worried that it was going to sound like we were just like, "Wow, we're great. You guys should totally just totally love us for everything we do." You know, uh, you know, but we do have a lot of a lot of things to to celebrate and a lot of a lot of fun that we've had and we just want to share it with other people and uh and i'm and i'm glad that i can you know and i think it's not just me we we all can feel this way in this episode like we're bringing something fresh something new to the table and daniel what is your next pick uh maybe daniel's amazing episode number no uh but what, what would you pick next for your sporadic rewatch as it were or re-listen and I'm going to list uh, number uh, episode number 105, Snakebot, oh, the Great God. Librarian. <laughs> yes. uh, and this was uh, uh, Darren's attempt to rewrite masks after us ridiculing him <laughs> constantly for for defending this episode. And oh man, how much fun! <laughs> I was a little I was a little nervous about this episode too going into it because um, I think we took cues from To the Journey. Uh, who who has done to the, the journey? journey? Who has done uh, episode rewrites in the past? And we had never really experimented with that, so I was a little worried that it would be 
awkward or clumsy, but wow, did it turn out to be a lot of fun. Uh, and especially rewriting an episode that I hate completely uh, into <laughs> something that I would have loved to have seen. And uh, it, it was so much fun coming up with all those jokes and and uh, and kind of like just the creative collaborative process with you guys. It was, it was great. I really loved that episode. I'm pretty sure I saw someone on Twitter ask Jonathan Frakes about Snakebot. The great because he he directs the librarians and he wanted and the person wanted to know whether Snakebot was going to make an appearance. Oh, and I'm man. sure Jonathan was like, "What are you talking about?" You know, because he actually responds to people's Twitter. <laughs> we uh, just need him on uh, on to have him on Earl Grey and that'll be fun. No, that was a lot of fun, and again, I was nervous too. Like, okay, well, we've never done an episode re- rewrite, and it's masks. Uh, to get go, but I think we've done one or two now, and I definitely occasionally I think it's a fun type of topic to approach. And Snakebot the Great Librarian will always be uh, a gem of an episode uh, for the show we we like our our spec script heading in, and that's the best. Yeah, but again, a lot of cues came from to the journey, and there are many many they've rewritten probably half a season by now. But, uh, you know, it's, it's always fun to do. And it's the kind of thing that almost, I'm not saying like anyone can't write it, but like the fact that we are so ingrained in TNG helps a lot because we're like, oh, let's pull that, you know, element from that episode. And, oh, if we focus it around this character, that would, you know, pay off. And I mean, I, I kind of almost feel bad for like the writers like who are actually writing the show because they, they don't have time to watch the show. They're just constantly producing and, you know, nobody who makes a television show really watches it because you just don't have the time. And, you know, that's why when when cast members would be at like conventions and, you know, a la Galaxy Quest, people are like, well, in episode 45, you know, the, the subspace inverter was black instead of blue. You know, it's like they don't know. Like they they've never watched it. So... But yeah, getting to rewrite this one uh, was a lot of fun. And kudos to Philip for Snakebot, the great librarian name. I think that, I'm pretty sure that came from you. That was, that was hilarious. Well, my next one, uh, this was probably one of uh, my, again, my favorite episodes, as most of these are. But uh, episode 81, The Picard Conspiracy, came from just a general kind of topic we had kind of already talked about. And we're like, oh, we should do an episode on that. Like, that was one of the first times that kind of happened. And this was us basically looking through all of TNG and being like, what if this report was drafted up by Picard and sent back to Starfleet Academy? And someone's reading this going, wait, wait, wait. So you you found your duplicate and then you got sucked into a... Vo- I mean, of all the crazy stuff that happens to the Enterprise crew, it... It's got to start to sound fantastical to someone back at Starfleet. And so that was a lot of fun. And we, I, this was a longer one. We, we, did, we went hour, an hour 12 in this one, but chewing through all of, you know, all seven seasons, you know, I think we made some Arnold impersonations. You know, it was, it was a lot of fun uh, just chomping on, on Picard for it, it, making him sound like, is uh, what was it? Uh, Benzite system syndrome, aromatic syndrome, aromatic syndrome. Like, like his aromatic syndrome was just cracking, cracking him down. Well, I, I think this is the first time we've ever done an episode where previously, or where we've ever stopped a discussion that we were having or a tangent and said, "This is going to be its own episode. <laughs> we're going to stop this right now." <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like we could talk about this right now, but it really deserves another hour and twelve minutes of our time. Yeah, I was actually going to mention this same exact thing. I'm like, I remember. It's funny because you know, only certain you know, a hundred plus episodes. It kind of runs together in your mind, but I do remember the moment where it was like, we stopped whatever episode we were recording, and nope, nope, this is something else. <laughs> we can totally make this into an entirely new thing, and it was so much fun. So bonus points to our listeners. If you can find the episode that takes place before episode 81, where we probably within the last five before that, where uh, we reference, start to reference the Picard conspiracy. 
and then cut ourselves off. Let us know in the Babel Conference or Twitter because that'd be fun to find that clip and put that together. And I think that is probably the episode we've gotten the most fan feedback from. I mean, um, I mean, maybe outside of that's Bridgemans, true. We had a lot maybe, of talk like about that, that one. I think really hit a nerve with everyone. I think everyone collectively got what we were doing there in the same way that it struck us. No, that's true. We got a lot of feedback on the Babel Conference on Twitter all those interweb places and it was a, lo- a lot of fun. I think we were, well, I mean, again, we, I have, I think I pretty much did a long Arnold impersonation in the middle about <laughs> getting to, getting to the shuttle and stuff. And, uh, it's, you know, you know, you're having fun when the governor comes up. Yeah. We got the governor over here. People come <laughs> on. <now. laughs> of course. Of course. That's so LA. <laughs> oh, hey, Philip, what's your, what's your next pick? Well, of course. How can I not when talking about, you know, I, I was going to have a rule that, you know, you're listing your favorite episodes. I mean, you really shouldn't list one that you thought of because it's kind of, you know, <laughs> but there's no way, of course, I'm not going to mention Earl Grey 100 All Ships or Big Shuttles. Um, this is, of course, the, the, the great experience of me hosting the role playing game of uh, Earl Grey, Earl Grey, the Next Generation, the RPG, EG, TNG RPG, uh, where I surprised uh, Darren and Daniel um, uh, with half the Trek FM co-host as their fellow players, <laughs> and not only fellow players but fellow not NPCs, because um, uh, as folks may or may not know, um, you know, off mic, uh, we've done some played role-playing games where uh, in in Star Trek Next Generation time period. Um, and so we've we played a few uh, continued our episodes. Yes. Exactly, exactly. And so for 100, you know, wanted to do it up big. And so I surprised them all um, with with folks from around the network playing uh, Commander Riker and and Jordy. And of course, the the fans, of course, were waiting for this <laughs> to happen. That Daniel finally meets Lieutenant Commander Flipper, and that happened. <laughs> and we got great characters with Drew from Standard Orbit providing a great Kyle. And I uh, hated Kyle. Kyle. He was so, gosh. <laughs> uh. And, uh, and we, of course, we got that great line from uh, uh, Lieutenant Junior Grade um, Hag that, of course... All ships, all ships are big shuttles, of course. <laughs> I know shuttles. Well, this is a ship. Well, all ships are big shuttles. I mean, <laughs> that put other shuttles inside them. Uh, oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, okay. I, I Honestly, best episode. I mean, it is. It's the, be- it's the best episode we've ever done. And it's not just because we we get these guest appearances like... Philip's not kidding when he says that Darren and I didn't know what was going on. Before we knew they would involve that episode. Some Philip sort of was, guests, and it was doing something big. Yes, but that was yes, it. Yep. yep. Philip was like, "Oh, I have the hundredth episode, guys. I'm gonna plan it, and you know, there there'll be a people." I think we saw we had meant uh, happened to see people on the right. on the project. Like so and so is working out the time but, that but they it, can come and record. I'm like, why is so and so going to be here? <laughs> But we had no idea, and we had no idea, and <laughs> man, was it so much fun to just go through that experience, uh, and it was, it, it's, to me, it, it, yeah, there's, there, hands down, it's it's my best Trek experience to date, I just, I loved it when people kept showing <laughs> up, just random people voicing random characters, and, you know, I'm not. Not to throw the gauntlet down, but episode two hundred, Philip, you better <laughs> you better deliver. Is all I'm saying. No, this was this was great, and from Tristan's portrayal of Commander Riker, where he's just yeah. like the ultimate hard ass, and it's just this, and he's like, uh, "No, we do not have those for the. Uh, they're only for the Dolphin crew." And it's just this deadpan <laughs> was so hilarious. And from the the emergency klaxons, that one was fun editing too, though, because I got to really have fun with it and put all the sound effects in and like tweak Commander uh, Char's voice into the high pitched Commander Flipper <laughs> voice. Which, I mean, I we could have kept it the original Surfer dude. She like she talked in like this low tone, but then after applying the pitch to it, it was just it was perfect for this dolphin. Uh, dolphin voice and that was of so much fun uh just yeah i mean just yeah kudos to to philip for not only just coordinating all those people which it's really difficult 
but also being the GM, you know, guiding the story, you know, letting us have fun. And yeah, that was a lot, a lot of fun. I mean, I'd almost say if you're starting with Earl Grey, just almost because it's a bottle show, it doesn't really have anything to do. Just, just listen to that one. And then if you still like, you know, still enjoy us, then start at the beginning again, because uh, that's the essence of Earl Grey was in that episode. Yeah, I think, I mean, tonally, you're exactly right. Like, that is what we want with Earl Grey. We want to have fun. I mean, above all, like, Philip mentioned earlier, like, yeah, we do. We take the show seriously. But, you know, we're here to have a good time. And we're here to talk about things. And But we never want to get bogged down in, in all of this stuff. We just, we want to have fun. And we want to bring up interesting conversation. And that that's a perfect example of that. It was... Uh, that that's it that's our uh our all good things that's what it is so. and i think one of the things that we enjoy about tng is the family element not only of course on screen but of course famously off screen uh with the tng cast and i think um that's a sort of something we try to do here at, at earl gray is that you know we you know we have a network family and we love to bring people on and have a fun time or a serious time sometimes um but that's sort of just to have that experience of of everyone, you know, here on the flagship, uh, enjoying themselves. Oh, hey, Daniel. So what is your last pick for this grid of nine episodes? It's really hard to kind of express the opportunities that, that this show has given me. I mean, two, three years ago, when did we start? 2016, I guess it's technically three years ago at this point, right? Or two, right? Two, it was 2013. Yeah, we started, we started uh, right? Our first episode released on September 17th, 2013. Yeah. So in 2013, I was a guy who liked Star Trek. I mean, who, who grew up with Star Trek and really I was a fan. And, and, and I, I, I listened to Star Trek podcasts and I wanted to kind of, I wanted to, I wanted to give back to the community. I wanted to, I wanted to create content for other people to enjoy as well. And I don't, I didn't, I don't really know if I was conscious or aware of what that might turn into. I just, I really, I didn't want to be a a, a total consumer. I also wanted to be a creator. And I think this show has given me an opportunity uh, a thousand times more than what I've put into it, honestly. And I've got to say it's it blew my mind. I grew up with TNG. I I mean I remember watching it when I was 5 years old, 6 years old. It blew my mind, my freaking mind to talk to somebody that was a cast member on the show. It really did. Uh you know, so I'm of course episode 112 Troy Goddess of Eternity when we actually got to talk to Counselor Troy. I mean, that's, uh, you can probably tell we were a little nervous. I was nervous. I think maybe you guys were nervous. Maybe you weren't. Maybe I was the only nervous guy there. But uh, I was I was nervous because it, this is one of my childhood heroes, to, to, to interact with them on a personal basis. I mean, the woman said my name. <laughs> we were talking in a conversation. Daniel? <laughs> She laughed at jokes that I made. And, and, and I mean, it's, you know, it is, it's a little bit, it's a little bit of, st- of, of hero worship. It's a little bit of, ha ha, ha uh, It's a little bit of, of star power in your eyes. It's a little bit of, you know, and I don't think that these people are any better than me, but it is, I don't know. It's it's kind of like a wow. I've interacted with someone who I had literally spent years with on screen, and that was significant to me. It meant a lot to me, and in a lot of ways, I, I loved talking to Raina. It was we we all had a super great time, and 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 we had so much fun. And I, I look forward, cross my fingers, to, to to talking with more cast members from the show. But that was my first experience with with that kind of a situation and uh it's 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 a feeling and it's an experience that i haven't had before and uh you know it's 
it's kind of hard to put into words when you're like, wow, this is Counselor Troy, you know, like this is this is a person that I've watched for years and years and years. So that that significance is not lost on me. Yeah, no, I give big shout out to Philip for <laughs> coordinate, coordinating the questions and the form of that episode. I did not envy you in the slightest having to to put that together. Uh, and I'm like, oh, darn, it fell on Philip, and he gets to put that in. You know, it's a good, like, yeah, <laughs> you go there. Um, but no, but that was uh, a lot of fun to do. And just, yeah, just a little bit technical, trying to get all the balls and juggling together. But, but you know, overall, it was it was a lot of fun. And we're we're very thankful for her for to for giving us her time, uh, making burritos, and, uh, <laughs> but uh, there was a microwave sound in the background a little bit. We do not begrudge her uh, eating eating dinner during our podcast, but uh, but no, that yeah, was a Darren, lot of fun. Who would do that? What? Who, no, would, who would eat I dinner? I don't know. <laughs> who? Hey, I, just, I can't help that we record seven p.m. Pacific time. It's just, but but no, that was a lot of fun and. Uh, yeah, for for Philip really taking the lead there in guiding the conversation, so we weren't all just you know a bunch of fanboys being like, um, uh, 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 Troy. Well, that's not your real name. I know that. I you know I think keep thinking of the guy from Galaxy Quest who's like apologizing to uh, Jason Nesmick. Yeah, and Long. He's, he's just like, yeah. I, I know, mm-hmm. I know, it's not real like i don't want you to think a complete head case and no it's real <gasps> i knew it <laughs> i knew it i knew it i knew it but uh but no that i think i i feel we we were were, were pretty professional in how we how we did and and the fact that you let us uh, let daniel and i asked our own questions and no it was really enjoyable and hopefully Hopefully the word will get around with the uh, between the <laughs> all the friends of Star Trek uh, that they will uh, gr- some others will eventually grace our program. If so, uh, that would be a wonderful blessing. So. Yeah, we we are Marina approved. Yeah, it was it was uh, one of those things about um, you know for for whatever reason um, going into that I was like okay I mean whatever we'll we'll do it it'll be yeah sure <laughs> um, but. I mean, it, it, a it's Marina. I, I mean, who? I suppose I'd known this beforehand, but I guess I wasn't really thinking about it. But I mean, she's just awesome. I mean, you know, there's no other. I mean, just listen to it if you haven't, folks. Um, but but, but she's just a treat. She literally is. And so it's one of those things like you know you don't know whether she, you know, how much time does she gonna give? And she knows she's probably been asked these questions a million times or whatever. But it was it was fun to not only sort of. You know, asks. Um, I don't know if there were unique questions. Maybe some of them were, but but also I like that that we were. Uh, you know, we have our own things. You know, look, am I gonna have Marina Sirtis on and not ask her about what the crap's going on with Riker and Troy? No, I'm going to ask her, um, and I love that she she was game for it. Um, um, both 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 in many ways, and then of course talking about so many other issues. You know, both not, not even Trek related necessarily. Um, and again, I, I guess it all comes down to our own fandoms, right? And so, you know, I think it was Darren who asked about gargoyles, um, and then uh, you know we all sort of had our own things that 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 we that we talked about and had fun. And and again, I hope she sort of got that Earl Grey experience of of being serious, having fun. You know, next time taking... she's on, we can have her be a member of uh, ENG TNG uh, RPG, <laughs> get the real Earl Grey experience there. Oh, and she actually man. plays Counselor Troy. Yes. Oh, like, like you keep her like, muted in a separate channel, and you're like, and then Counselor Troy walks into the room, and we just all like you know. Well, just listen to the end of that Mind. episode, and you'll know exactly how we responded at the end of that Blown. recording. So, <laughs> and then it would be canon, right? <laughs> but yeah, no. But that was a lot of fun, and like I said, we I I hid uh, the our collective fan <laughs> scream that we had after uh, we were we concluded our interview with uh, Marina at the end of that episode uh, after the our end normal end finale. But yeah, that was. That was really a treat. It was a, a lot of fun uh, getting to talk to her. And again, I hopefully we approached it with enough, you know, reverence and humility to realize, like, yeah, this is a person, and they're giving us their time, and we're, you know, we're not owed anything because we're Trek FM, you know. But 
but that was nice and it was very kind of her to 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 talk with us as long as she did and of course to now do a promo that introduces our show there you go so guys there's a set of nine right there of three from each of us but of course you know, you never know if we're going to have overlap. And honestly, often we don't hear Hunter Earl Grey, which I think is to the balance of the show. But of course, I do want to give you guys a chance to throw honorable mentions as needed in. So, uh, Daniel, do you have any others you think are must listen for? Uh, I mean, obviously, they're going to listen to them if they go from one to 123. But if they wanted to jump into something. What are some others that you wanted to mention? I'm going to give uh, Philip a shout out here. Um, literally, this episode only stands out to me for two reasons. One is it was our, it was our fir- I believe, our first video game review. And really, it's all about Philip's <laughs> rant <laughs> about the shift key. <laughs> because if he oh, is man. your friend. <laughs> I've never left. Wow, that was so much fun when uh, when Philip discovered the shift key and uh, in Star Trek TNG of Final Unity, it was so much fun. And uh, you know, there are there are certain you know we Philip mentioned we we all have our moments to shine. We all kind of get to to this point, and it was that episode was was his moment, and uh, he he got heated, and it was great. It was awesome. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. Yeah, I love that. I love that because I, I don't know if we've mentioned it. I suppose but I don't know, if folks. know. we actually the three of us. Um, you know, of course, we record every every week, every single week. No, um, and uh, <laughs> but, we, but we also talk to each other all the time on 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 G Chat, and so. You know, we're talking about the game, get it ready to record in a few hours. <laughs> and Darren and I are telling, hey, Daniel, we played the game, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I don't even forget how it comes up, Daniel. Just like, Kaz, Kaz mentions <laughs> B-dubs. <laughs> this game you've all been playing for days and weeks. Just let you know. No, no, you guys will give them the context. that You have to realize, in this game... <laughs> You do a lot of walking, and it's like a 512 pixel image, and you're like moving from one side, literally the other side of the screen, and your and your guy moves at like he like canters, he saunters. It's like Oregon Trail if no during hunting, but nobody told you the run button there, and you're just like going towards the deer. That's behind the bush. Oh well, oh, got away. But yes, if you press the shift key, you run. Phil, just just so you know. Uh, any any honorable mentions by you, Philip? Yeah, my my honorable mention, and again, this goes to the power of of what I think this show is. Um, the three of us, not that we're necessarily like the most awesome people, but that because again, we all have different perspectives, even though it may not seem like this. This is Earl Grey thirty two, the Magnificent Seven. Um, because let's see, and I forget who show this was. Um. This was my my yeah, torture because it guys. was. But this this is the one where we chose each had to choose um, our. I don't know if it was our favorite or I think it was like the frame. Just maybe not. It could be your favorite or the, just the one you think is the best of the season. Like boil it down to per one season, episode right? per season. If you had right. to choose, and so this is for those who can't do math. Twenty one episodes that we listed because it's three. Seven, okay, right. Seven. And each, I remember yeah. Daniel explicitly remember Daniel saying, "Oh." Guys, you know, we're going to have overlap. And I said, Daniel, I don't know about you. He's like, no, none of us, none of us chose the same episode. There are 21 individual episodes. None of us knew what each other was choosing, you know. Yeah, we were hidden. They we had hidden yeah. lists. And time, I, I mean, yeah. I think that is the power of it. When it came to this, it's not like, you know, oh, so, you know, we're all going to pick Interlight or Yesterday's Enterprise. No. No, we are all coming from our own perspective, and to me, that's kind of the power of, of, of our perspectives is that we do not just all go like, oh yeah, we all like. I mean, we all like all good things, stuff like that. But even then, we didn't choose the same one for season seven. So I, I just think that mm-hmm. that's just a great thing. Yeah, we didn't actually. I'm looking at the list now, and we didn't choose Inner Light. No well, one chose I would never that. Choose that but. <laughs> <Yes>. well, <laughs> no, it's. I mean, it's true. Like I do remember. You know, eating crow at the end of that episode because uh, I d- yeah I really I, I mean come on seven episodes seven seasons three people you would think there would be at least one instance of overlap and I and I thought it was going to be best of both the worlds. odds were not in your favor <laughs> they were not in my favor and 
And, uh, you know, it, I was surprised and, and delightfully so. I, I remember being very, um, I really liked it a lot, actually, that, that we didn't kind of have that overlap. Well, my honorable mention is episode 111, though not Earl Grey. Episode 111, Bird of Prey Selfies, is when we all first recorded for the first time on the Ready Room. And this was the week before we launched the good ship Earl Grey. We'd finally come up with a title. Gosh, that took forever to figure out. (laughs) But yeah, where we talked about uh, the next-gen episode, A Matter of Honor. And Riker's swagger in the command seat. And and it was, you know, of things to come. Little did we know uh, that we would go on to be world-famous podcasters, <laughs> interviewing members of the cast and crew, uh, having crazy uh, RPG adventures. And, and it was that was a lot of fun, talking with Chris. And Chris is great at interviewing multiple people and guiding, you know, the conversation. Uh, but that was a lot of fun to set the Wayback Machine uh, as far as it'll go. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think that that'll be interesting uh, for folks to listen to if they haven't, because that is literally the first time we've ever spoken to each other is during that recording, because we'd only chatted. Like, that is the first time we had seen each other on a screen and heard each other's voices it was that time right there. Um, and so the, the, the whatever banter you hear in that episode is is what, what has sustained us from talking about the lighting on a Klingon ship, um, you know, to, to, to everything else. To, to, where's the to, camera, yeah. Philip? I just want to know, where is that camera? To, to how, oh, man. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, well, that's man, the title, funny. Bird of Prey I know. Yeah, yeah, that's and then how thinking. to identify like, Benzites. Because <laughs> they are all totally different. Um, this totally is where different. Racist Wesley came from. This is exactly where it came from. <laughs> Don't be a Racist <laughs> Wesley. We coined that. Yeah. Why aren't it's, you making a T-shirt of that, Aaron Harvey? <laughs> you know, it's so funny. It really is because I, it's weird to think about that as the genesis of Earl Grey, but it, that's exactly what it is and was meant to be. But I haven't thought about that episode in years, and, <laughs> and I'm I, I'm gonna go back and listen to that episode because uh, it, it was so much fun just to listen to it. You know, it, this isn't man. This is so, this episode is so self-congratulatory and, <laughs> and and like I don't want it to be that way, but 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 for real, like I'm I'll say thank you to Chris, you know, to Christopher Jones for giving us the opportunity to 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 introduce us. I mean, you know, we're all great friends at this point. We 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 have this routine, we have this establishment, and and man, I love doing this. I really do, and we can thank him. And that episode for, for putting us together. And every week we get to come back and have fun. Every single week. And guys, fans, listen, we haven't missed a week since then. And, uh, you know, Perfect attendance award. It's, a, it's a, a little bit of bragging rights. We, we've, we've kind of, kind of, you know, we've kind of. We work uh, hard to bring you Earl Grey every week. We work hard to bring you Earl Grey every week. Uh, but, but seriously, uh, you know, it's. We have had fun throughout this entire ride, and and we have to give props to where you know where it's due. And and thank you, Christopher Jones, for bringing us together and allowing us to kind of do our own thing. We we started out in that episode just chatting, and now we just get to talk every week about whatever we want to talk about, and it's awesome. And People you think we could win bridge breaks once in a while, <laughs> and we haven't stopped talking since. You think we would? We, we, and we, we have haven't not. Out. We haven't yet to come to that week of like, guys. Pretty sure we've talked about every character. Oh wait, Beverly Crusher. Okay, let's do that one. Um, <laughs> you know. How did we miss her? I mean, she disappeared for a season. Yeah, but, she's just not on the page anymore. But yeah, <laughs> well, we still we still haven't done an episode about how the EMH is. More That's of true. a TNG character. Teasing, teasing. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I think Chris Chris Jones is the uh, Colonel Fury of the Earl Grey Avengers. He could, uh, so yeah, he showed up in your living room, right? With like, well, yeah, but it was after like, my own movie. <laughs> um, but it was the after credit scene. He's like, "How would you like to? Which movie was How that, would you like Phillip? to be part of the Earl Grey <laughs> initiative?" <laughs> he said, "Welcome home, soldier." 
And I'm like, I've been out really for a couple of years. I don't know if you really need to call me that anymore. But, uh. <laughs> well, I do remember, yeah, around that time that uh, Chris shared with me that people had been asking for an Earl Grey show because that was obviously not in the lineup at that point. And that was still when they're piecing together, you know, those five shows uh, for all the main series. But yeah, that I remember, yeah, when we were trying to, back in the early days when we we're chatting together on Basecamp and trying to trying to come up with a, a title. I think we came up with the best one and then we're like, oh, it's taken. And it's like, oh, but Settled on Earl Grey, which has served us well. It's been a good uh, cup every uh, week. Uh, but uh, which is why it is uh, sad to announce the new hosts of Earl Grey coming. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. We've been building up. That was a really subtle build up there, guys. No, no, no. Don't worry. Daniel, Darren, and Philip will be here each and every week sharing about a 30 year old show. Uh, with humor and tact, and uh, well, we guys, we still got uh, six more main cast members to get through. So, you know, we—I mean, our average is one <laughs> every 112 episodes. So, I mean, we we haven't done the episode yet on on the warp core. I mean, we're uh, that, that's its own episode right there. Um, I know. I think you wanted to do one on the impulse manifolds too, Darren. So, um, you know, hey, I'm still surprised the saucer separation episode actually became a thing that we talked about. But, um, but yes. But we also want to continue this conversation online on um, the Babel Conference and Twitter. What are your favorite episodes of Earl Grey? Because you know our ego needs a little more stroking after this this recording. <laughs> but no. But seriously, we want to hear what episodes you guys have enjoyed. What episodes you're looking for in the future as we come up with uh, different topics. We usually project out a couple weeks as we try to figure things out. But it's we're always open anyway. <laughs> but uh, some pick uh, the day before. But you know, I'm not gonna name <laughs> names. Uh, but no, it. <laughs> It is, it is a lot of fun coming up with great things, and I think there's a great balance uh, between the three of us. But as we end our humblest of shows, uh, yeah, yeah, just a big thank you though to to Philip and Daniel for being my co-hosts through this fun journey. And you know, here's to 123 more, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And actually meeting at Star Trek Las Vegas uh, with the stars align. But it's been a lot of fun talking about the past 122 episodes of Earl Grey today. But this is just one of the Trek topics we've been talking about here on Trek FM this week. Here's a look at what you may have missed elsewhere on the network. Previously on Trek.FM, Standard Orbit. It would be a lot of fun to be able to MST3K an episode like (laughs) Arena, which who doesn't love poking fun at a rock-throwing Gorn? I mean, come on, you know? Can you find a rudimentary leg? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wrote that on the Babel conference today because Guy Fliegman from Galaxy Quest is the greatest character ever. Earl Grey. This 547 meter long, 32 deck, 502 oh, 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 crew oh, oh. member. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. To the journey. Now we go to Once Upon a Time. <laughs> <laughs> Felix tries to warp five. If they could have kind of told us it's more of a future for us, but we're going to build up to the Star Trek, you know, and Larry's uh, comment back was, well, that would mean that they kind of were planning it out and they knew what they were doing ahead of time. <laughs> Let's sing. <laughs> that sounds right. like Larry. Commentary Trek stars. I will say. If you want to see what it's really like when someone slices open a tauntaun to get inside to stay warm, like in the real world, yeah, that like that was the best part of the movie. I'm like, really? Han Solo made it look so easy. <laughs> this is what happens. This is terrifying. The Six O Two Club. It's about that transformation of getting Oliver to be able to see themselves as something more than vigilantes, but being heroes. Yeah, and there is a lot of. Um... I like that because there is a lot in the in the quote unquote as you're calling it the island story, which the island now is Hong Kong, <laughs> um, as you pointed out. Yeah, earlier. I mean, yeah, it's it's a little <laughs> an bigger than an island. Literary treks. Dan, are you sure that flavor isn't something like a green liquid voodoo drink? <laughs> oh man, this <laughs> <laughs> because that could be the flavor that we're oh, going for. Boy. And that's what else is happening on Trek.fm. 
So check out these shows to get in on the Daily Trek talk. You'll find them in iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, the Windows podcast directory for Xbox and Zoom. Visit the Trek.fm website for the full Trek experience. You can view our podcast directory to stream the audio from all of our shows. If you would like to contact us, just go to trek.fm slash contact. From there, choose Message to a Trek FM Show and select Earl Grey. These messages will be relayed by Starfleet to the three of us. In social media, you'll find us on facebook.com slash trek.fm or join our Facebook listener discussion group called The Babel Conference. Find it by searching The Babel Conference on Facebook. Now let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor this week, Audible.com. Audible is a great way for you to read all the books you've always wanted to read but never thought you'd have time for. This is the premier source for audiobooks with more than 150,000 titles to choose from and new titles coming every week. From classics to current bestsellers and even some of the most famous Star Trek books like Prime Directive, Federation, and Spock's World, Audible has something for everyone. Now, as a Trek FM listener, you can get a free audiobook of your choice along with a 30-day trial to see just how great Audible is. So give it a try today. Catch up on all those classic Star Trek books you've yet to read. Just go to audibletrial.com slash trekfm and sign up today. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash trekfm, and we thank Audible for supporting Earl Grey and Trek FM. There's one more way you can directly help us to keep Earl Grey coming to you each and every week, and that's through becoming a patron of Trek FM. By visiting patreon.com slash trekfm, you can choose among various pledge levels and receive rewards for becoming a Trek FM patron. These rewards let you inside the observation lounge of our network and make it possible for us to distribute all our great content. So please become a patron and visit patreon.com slash trekfm today. Well, guys, before we sign off, I wanted to thank three of our most recent uh, emailers, probably a better word for that, communicators that we've received through the email form on the Trek FM website to Nick, Alexander, and Ron. Thank you for your feedback. We love hearing about people as they are new to the show or they're checking out the current episode. So if you are interested in sending a message to us, you can do so not just on uh, the Babel conference on Facebook, but also on the Trek FM website. Philip, if someone wanted to send you a back scratcher, cause apparently we need one, uh, where would they find you online? <laughs> uh, they can find me on Twitter. My handle as always is NC public servant. That's NC for North Carolina. I was a little disappointed when it's for North Carolina, Philip, but, uh, but Daniel, if someone wanted to talk to you about how, for some reason, they don't like any of your picks, uh, where would they find you? They can find me on Twitter at one of Dan. And that is the number one, as in the number one, Trek FM podcast about TNG. <laughs> views of, the views also and opinions expressed one, by Daniel Pru are not congruent to the opinions <laughs> expressed by the entire Grey crew. And also the number one podcast uh, on Trek FM uh, in terms of Bridgemaid's attendance. <laughs> so uh, eat that, people who they don't us, make T-shirts for attendance, it. Daniel. They just they just don't. <laughs> I, we, I, you check the Red Bubble store. And if they want to talk to me about uh, how humble of a host apparently I am for coming up with this topic, they can find me on Twitter under username Dr. Sci-Fi. That's D-R-S-C-I-F-I. Well, guys, it's been a lot of fun actually going down this memory lane. And hopefully people uh, that know us take it in the proper light of just enjoying the reminiscing uh, with a couple pats on the back. But honestly, it's been a lot of fun and it's, it's still continuing on. Live long and prosper. Engage. I think it's a fire.